0: You know, it's such a privilege to be able to partner with people in celebrating moments like these, whether it's a baby dedication, which we did last week, or, or um, baptisms like we've done this morning, or seeing people respond simply to uh, the, the, the salvation message and inviting Christ into their lives for the first time. It's, it's, that's partly why we love to gather together like this. And, and it's like we, we, I, I mentioned earlier when we are praying for people, Christianity is not the Sunday-by-Sunday Sunday experience. The things that we celebrate on a Sunday are... I don't know, continued to be outworked throughout the course of every day, of every week. And, and I just, I, I love that, that he's the one who never leaves us nor forsakes us. That, that God is with us all the time. And, you know, the, the one of the new songs that we've started singing, even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. Who's discovered that about him, by the way? Yeah, amen. So really, really cool. You know, one of the um, great accounts we're given in Scripture of baptism is obviously the baptism of Jesus and, you know, you, in a few of the different gospels, great story to read. But in Matthew, about chapter three, from about th- verse thirteen, it, it, it tells the story of Jesus coming down from Galilee to see John the Baptist at the Jordan River, and he and he kind of turns up and says, uh, John says to Jesus, "Um, well, I I kind of feel like I should be getting baptized by you, right? Because you're 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 Jesus, uh, and you want me to baptize you." And he's, Jesus is like, yeah, well cuz it's it's okay we've got to do this to fulfill all righteousness or something to that effect so they baptize he gets baptized and as he comes up out of the water it it, it, it gives this glimpse i guess for us of the supernatural thing that happens where it says that heaven opens and the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove, which is the symbol of peace, comes and alights or lands upon Jesus who is the man of peace. So it's this, this, this meeting of peace. I, this, this amazing thing happens and then the people that are present hear this voice speak out, which is the voice of the Father saying, this is my beloved son. With him I am well pleased. And I love that baptism is really a defining moment in our walk as a believer. It's, it's, it's something that helps to confirm our identity in Christ. I know that we're already sons and daughters, but as we choose to I don't know, go under the waters, it's, it's I don't know, a physical kind of outworking of an inward reality that I'm identified in, the, 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 the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ and the full significance of that. And though I may not be able to uh, you know, write a 5,000-word essay on all the benefits of it, I'm discovering more and more and more about it, which is true of every believer. Maybe I could write a 5,000-word essay. I don't know. I've never, I've never actually put that one to the test. 50,000 words. Maybe, I'm sure, many, many more words than that have been written about it. Um, that's beside the point, really, isn't it? It's one of those uh, squirrels. I think uh, Michelle left it running around up here. <laughs> but it, this, this deal of identity is so important, and if you've been here for any length of time, you would have figured out that one of our I don't know, chief values is identity And you would have heard us say something along the lines of this before That you know, it, it's important because who we believe we are Will dictate how we operate in life But our understanding of who we are Discovering our identity Really comes from knowing God in the first place Because how can we ever hope to fully discover who we are Outside of a relationship with the one who created us In the first place And so Jesus has this amazing moment Where God declares over his life again who he is, this moment of affirmation, which for the, 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 I don't know, the Hebraic culture carried a whole another level of significance as well because it, was, it wasn't an uncommon practice for a father to take his son when he had come of age, which would have been about 30 years old, into the, the, the city gates where the, the elders of the town would gather and in a public setting Declare over his son, this is my beloved son, the oldest son. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And he would say a bunch of other stuff. But everybody who was there would instantly recognize then that now dealing with the son is exactly the same as dealing with the father. That the same authority that the father has has been now, what's a fancy word for given to the given? That's a fancy word. Given to the son. And, 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 and it's the same deal now. And then Jesus is led, scripture, we read through the story into Matthew chapter 4, that he's led into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights by the Spirit, and he fasts for that whole time. Like, wow, that's a long time to be fasting, by the way. So when it says that he comes out hungry, that's kind of like the understatement of the century. Uh, oh my gosh, he's famished. And the, and the tempter or the devil turns up. Right? And begins to accuse him and begins to tempt him and says, if you really are, right? That's that say a whole deal of identity. If you really are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Again, he, he, he Jesus re- rebu- rebukes him and says, well, you know what? The word of God says that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of my father. He goes, well, if you really are the son of God, throw yourself down off the top of this temple and see if, You know, his angels won't catch you so you don't dash your foot against the stone because that's, you know, that's what Scripture says about you. It says, well, yeah, but it's also written, do not tempt the Lord your God or don't put him to the test. Every time the enemy or the devil brought an accusation against him, questioning his identity, he he wasn't just questioning his identity. You know, like, well, maybe your name's actually Joshua or Jesse or, you know, is it really Jesus? no, no, he he wasn't just questioning his identity in a surface sense. he was questioning everything that jesus' identity gave him access to the 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 provision right the the care the love, the protection of the Father, if you really are the Son of God, prove it by 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 seeing doing this miracle of making the bread, the stones become bread, so you've got provision, right? If you really are the son of God, throw yourself down off the temple because surely he'll command his angels concerning you because that's love and that's what care and that's what protection looks like, right? But every time Christ had an answer from the word of God, I, you know, having a reasonably clear understanding of what Scripture says, is really helpful for us in a spiritual identity. I think that's a bit of a given, but worth saying nonetheless. One of the passages of Scripture for me that I find I always go back to, and I guess... It's probably true for most of us. If you've been a believer for any length of time, if you've ever read your Bible, there'll be certain passages that jump out at you that you go, man, I, that, that, that really captivates me. That's got my attention. There's something about that that's got significance in it for me. For me, one of those verses is found in 2 Timothy in chapter one and verse 12. Um, that's an excerpt from that verse. Uh, but Paul, when he's... And, and this letter that Paul's writing is I, I think it's his last letter, like it's shortly before he dies that this letter gets written. Some um, I guess commentators say it's really to be read like his last will and testament and he writes it to his spiritual son Timothy and he says look don't don't be ashamed of me don't you know all of this that's happening to me. the reason that I'm in chains now is because I've been preaching the gospel so so don't worry about that but then in chapter first twelve of chapter one. He says to Timothy, come on, I, I know who I have believed. I, what's, why is all this happening? Don't worry about the stuff that's happening to me. It's all okay. Why? I know I'm about to die. I know that my, my, my time is near. But I'm not worried because I know whom I have believed. I, I know him. I don't just know about him. It's not just an intellectual... Comprehension is not just an intellectual understanding of who he is. It's not just that I can quote some scriptures and, and, you know, write a 50,000-word essay about who he is. Like, that's great if you can do that. But no, no, I have a relational connection. I have a relational understanding of who he is. The, the, The knowing, the knowledge that it's talking about is something deeper than just having this intellectual comprehension. It's a life of experience. It's a, it's a, it's a tangible sense of, in the reality of the truth of Christ alive in us and in our world, affecting change and, and causing us to, to influence the world that we live in because of his power that's resident within us. And let's keep, we'll keep that up there, please, Margaret. Thank you. It was really good finding that, actually. Um, and it goes on from there. It says, you know, because I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced, right, that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Paul's entrusted his whole life, his soul, to, to God. He's saying, I'm, I'm convinced that he's able to guard that which I've entrusted to him. But because I know him in a relational way, I believe him. It's our relationship which is the foundation for our belief because I know, not just because I'm good at articulating information about him, but because I've experienced something of, of him in my own world in a real way, I know that I can believe him. And I am convinced, right, or persuaded, the, the New King James Version puts it, that he is able to guard or to keep what I've entrusted to him. I love what it says that, that he's able to guard, right? Like he's able to protect, he's able to look after, he's able to watch over. He, he, with an uninterrupted diligence, he watches over us. I, I, I sometimes talk to people and it's like, yeah, you, you, you start to get the sense that they feel like they don't measure up for some reason. Like I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, but I'm, but I'm not doing very well at it. I've got some problems. I've got some issues. I've got some stuff that I'm continuing to deal with. And, and you see them kind of degrading themselves in the conversation like, oh, wow. No, no. You, if you're in Christ, you, you're not down here. You're seated with Him in heavenly places. Like you're, you're, you're already seated with Him in heavenly places. And it's not as though, because maybe it's just me, right? But sometimes I've felt like God, the Father, is the guy who's sitting there with his big judgy finger pointing out all the things that I'm doing wrong or the ways that I'm not measuring up. right. Like even when I read Scripture, right? like the fruit of the Spirit, kindness, peace, patience, perseverance. Like sometimes it seems like none of those things are in operation in my life. Like, oh. Well, Failing, right? Like that's not measuring up. What about what about? There's no slander. You're not mocking anybody. There's no malice. There's no envy. There's no jealousy. There's no strife. There's no hatred. Well, sometimes because there's all of these lists, even through that one's not on. Even through, <laughs> even through the New Testament, right? Like, like 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 the book that's no longer the law, but it's under grace. But there's all these lists and, and moral obligations that it feels like when we read them. Oh, man, I've got to add to brotherly kindness, godliness, and to godliness, you know, all these things like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm doing that very well. And, and at times for me, it's felt like God's the one who's the father's going, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? How about that? How about this? Well, this could, could you stop it? Right? Like there's too many things that I'm not measuring up in. and I don't feel good. I don't know if you've ever had a statement like this running through your mind. I just don't feel like a good person. I, 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 I mean, I don't, I'm not always down on myself. I'm a fairly positive individual, but sometimes that st- statement pops up for me. Man, I just, I'm not, I'm not really very good. <laughs> like, like, not just good at doing something, but as a person. I'm like, whoa, well, that's not true, right? Because I know. So, so this is where the confidence of these, this kind of scripture comes from or uh, well, the confidence that this kind of scripture inspires, right? Because I can just go back to this and go, well, no matter how I'm feeling, I, I, I actually know who I believe. I, I, I recognize, I know, I've written down some of the things that he said about me. right? I've underlined some of his promises, and if I'm feeling down and it gets on me, I'm like, no, no, hang on a minute. That's not true of who I am. The, the, all the Great things that are written in Scripture, kind of like a secret conduct and the fruit of the Spirit and stuff like that. I feel like this is kind of like a secret, right? Well, it's been a secret for me because I didn't discover it until, you know, recently enough. None of those things are written so that we would have to measure ourselves up against them. That doesn't stop us from desiring the fullness of them in our world. But we, we don't have to write down all the things that Scripture says about how we should conduct ourselves in, in, in a good Christian way and then go and measure ourselves up against it and see where we're failing. All of those things are written there so that we could discover and we could see and we could recognize the invitation that we have to step into the fullness of what's written on the pages of the book. Right? That's actually an invitation for us to experience something that Christ has already apprehended on our behalf. That's the finished work of the cross and its full manifest glory operating in our lives that we don't have to work for. And that's kind of mind-boggling sometimes, right? Like, what do you mean I don't have to work for it? Do I not have to try and get it right? Well, I'm not saying that it's wrong to try and get it right. I'm saying it's not fully dependent on you. It's the finished work of the cross. It's, it's, it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. It's no longer I who lives in you. I mean, imagine that. When you, when you do something that is wrong or feels bad, you feel like you're failing. You know, well, actually, it's no longer. I've been crucified with Christ. Can't blame me. It's no longer I who lives. It's Christ who lives in me. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't know if you've ever gone so far as to say, well, Jesus, blame yourself. (laughs) It just occurred to me now, I've never really done that either, but you know, he's already paid the price. I think I'm going to invite the musos to come back up this morning. Really, I say all that to say this that yes, Christianity is impossible. But that's only in the sense of us trying to achieve all of that for ourselves. Because he's the God of the impossible. And he's already invited us in to the you know the enormous possibilities that his grace provides for us. His grace is sufficient for us. You know, if you're here this morning. You've witnessed all this great stuff that's happened and celebrated with us. We so appreciate the fact that you've, that you've come. We're, we're, we're glad that you could be with us.